Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Jana Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results, and they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. I've become so ingrained with organizational leadership and improvement work that I've gotten a little impatient with silver bullet solutions. You know, I'm worried that leaders and organizations who are receiving COVID support funds may chase silver bullets rather than investing in leadership fundamentals and improvement. And I'm reassured by conversations I've had with many of our partner organizations, superintendents and leaders. So thank you for continuing to keep your energy focused on evidence-based leadership and improvement. Through this work, we will get better results and continue to get better and better. And we see it every day. What do I mean by the silver bullets? They are quick solutions we end up spending all our time searching for instead of actually doing the work that needs to be done. We look for the one thing that will provide a Herculean solution. It's the same frame of mind as get rich quick schemes. When we spend more time searching for one silver bullet after another leading to the same or declining results, but we keep going for that one silver bullet. Our employees are worn down and burned out from all the silver bullets coming at them. They go through the motions feeling helpless and become disengaged. So how do we get away from the silver bullet leadership as we manage continuous change coming our way? I found myself connecting back to one of my favorite assessment tools that we focus on with our partner organizations. It's the organizational leadership assessment that provides leader input and conversations focused on leadership fundamentals needed to manage and lead change. The organizational leadership assessment diagnoses a given organization in these key areas, alignment, readiness for change, accountability, self-awareness, consistency of leadership practices, and leadership fundamentals. I'm finding that this tool is useful as we enter the new academic year. The leaders are continuing to try to determine how COVID has affected their work environments. It's just not going away. Why? Because much has changed. That's, you know, there much has changed in this COVID environment. And, and we're, we are clear that change is continuous in a way of life. I think that's what we've learned over the last year and a half. Now, I often refer to John Carter's work on urgency. Carter describes episodic and continuous change. Episodic change is when people believe that change may occur, then we'll get back to a number. You know, it just occurs, but gosh, eventually we'll get back to normal. So we are reactive to change when we're focused on episodic change. Episodic change provides then a false sense of urgency. When leaders experience episodic urgency, the organization experiences chaos. This is where leaders are just searching for those silver bullets. But on the other hand, continuous change is true urgency. And change is constant in a way of life. Continuous urgency requires leaders to understand that change is inevitably part of life in a system. When leaders focus on systems improvement rather than those one-time solutions that usually don't work. The organizational leadership assessment then helps us diagnose how well we believe we are managing and leading continuous change. 
This assessment is administered to leaders and analyzed and reported by leader level. So we can look at how aligned leaders are within their respective levels and how aligned leaders are among various leader levels. And our team uses this assessment to engage in meaningful conversations with leaders. We learn and have fun with the learning as we review and discuss the results with the organizational leaders who take the assessment. The results guide the organizations and the leaders on how best to advance toward excellence. So let's review the questions that are in this assessment. So the categories focus first on alignment. We ask participants to rate three questions on a five-point scale from very difficult to very easy. One, over the past five years pre-COVID-19, the external environment influencing our organization has been during COVID-19, the external environment influence our organization has been, and then over the next five years, the external environment influencing our organization will be. These three questions give us a sense of the level of urgency felt prior to COVID, during COVID, and over the next five years. We see the answers by level and among levels of leaders to see how leaders' perceptions are and how they answer those questions. Then we talk about why they answered the way they did and why. Where are they aligned and misaligned and why? The second category is readiness for change. We ask participants to rate the questions on a five-point scale from very bad to very good. If our organization continues to perform exactly as it does today, our results over the next five years will be. If you and your team continue to perform exactly as it does today, you and your team's results over the next five years will be. Are we complacent and think our results are good enough or do we have a good sense of urgency to drive improved results? That's what those two questions are helping us answer. And this measures the sense of urgency felt by leaders. Here we assess if there's enough urgency in the organizational leadership levels to keep pushing harder. Remember the idea of creative tension? We want to push hard to create a level of discomfort that drives us to action to produce results. Yet we don't want to create too much tension where people give up and see the goal as unattainable or a ridiculous or impossible level of achievement. The next level, a category is accountability. This section focuses on the extent to which evaluation systems hold people accountable and how well our organization provides the right development opportunities for leaders and employees to be successful in their roles. We ask our participants to rate these questions on a five-point scale from very poor to excellent. First, how well does your current evaluation system hold your organizational leaders accountable? And second, how well does your current evaluation system hold employees accountable? Third, how well does your current leadership training prepare leaders for their role? And fourth, how well does your organization's onboarding and annual training and professional development prepare employees for their roles? The next category is self-awareness. The next section asks leaders how well they believe their organization is doing with stakeholder groups. Items are used to determine how well leaders can look in the mirror and reflect on how they are perceived by others or people that they serve. So participants rate this item on a one to 10 scale with 10 being best in class. Now here's an example using a school district stakeholder groups. One, from an employee's perspective, how would an employee rate 
the district. From a student's perspective, how would a student rate the district? From a parent's perspective, how would a parent rate the district? From a community member's perspective, how would a community member rate the district? And from a business owner's perspective, how would a business rate the district? Looking in the mirror, consistency is the next category, consistency of leadership practices. One of the biggest frustrations for organizations is inconsistency. We don't believe anyone tries to be inconsistent. What we've learned is that leaders may not know how inconsistent they are until they decide to focus on being consistent. It's comparable to not know how out of shape we are until we decide to start working out to get in shape. And this section also assesses how well we recognize and consistently apply best practices. By choosing the right best practice and acting on it, making it consistent, gives us better results. As John Cotter says, we should not confuse activities with urgency. By creating less activity, we actually create more urgency. The key is choosing the right activity and making sure it's implemented to the fullest degree. So here's the question. On the same 10 point scale with 10 best in class, participants rate these items. Rate the skill set of the organization in implementing and standardizing best practices throughout the organization. Rate your perception of the consistency in leadership behavior and practices throughout your organization. The last section of the survey, the diagnostic, asks leaders to assess the organization's level of effectiveness on leadership fundamentals, including communication, workplace environment, performance management, service excellence, continuous improvement, and so on. Participants rate several items aligned to these areas on a scale of one to five, with five being very effective and one very ineffective. The results offer leaders an opportunity to discuss the fundamentals that are most significant to move the organization forward. It identifies where leaders see strengths and areas for improvement. At the end of the survey, we asked three open-ended questions that build ownership among our leadership team. We asked, what does your organization do well? What needs to be improved? And for any areas improvement, share your ideas or solutions for improving. So in summary, the organizational leadership assessment provides a first step that leaders can take to gain insight on the factors influencing organizational excellence. As we share the results, we have found that the tool leads to many ahas among leaders. You know, repeatedly we hear leaders say, this has given me so much more than I thought it would. And the survey only takes 10 to 15 minutes to take. And here's what I really like about it. The results provide a way to engage leaders in a non-threatening discussion that helps them identify the actions leaders need to take to improve themselves and the organization. The conversation in and of itself is a positive action leaders take together. Now, the assessment allows us to create an improvement roadmap to achieve organizational excellence during this time of continuous change. We stop searching for the silver bullets and get to work on the right things to achieve positive results, building our leadership capabilities to improve organizational systems. We know the right things to work on, where to focus our attention. <laughs> it's not rocket science. And sometimes people say it's just common sense, but it's too often common sense that is not commonly practiced. Every little step of improvement makes us better and better. The organizational leadership assessment keeps us from chasing silver bullets. 
This week, take time and reflect on your current practices. Are you trying to find the next silver bullet solution? Or are you focused on solid evidence-based leadership and improvement practices that position your organization to achieve positive results? The way we answer these questions is more important than ever as we are in constant and continuous change. On October 27th and 28th, we'll be holding virtual What's Right in Education. So please join us to learn more. Connect to studereducation.com slash events. It's here. You'll hear a number of our organizational leader partners. Can't wait for that time to come. So thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.